This is Jason Kristoff. This is Podcast 46. We're going to probably call this podcast the sex Surviving the Second Wave. <laughs> That's what we'll call that tonight. And before we start, we'll have a little word from our sponsors. And tonight's podcast is being sponsored by programs that I provide for the public and they pay me money for, which allows me to sit down and take the time for myself to do these recordings. So if you're looking to support me in any way, I have a great self-sabotage event coming up for overcoming all forms of self-sabotage. It's very inexpensive. Usually to work with me, it's about $1,000 to do one-on-one work. And I have an upcoming overcoming self-sabotage event where it's very inexpensive. It's only $99 for early bird registration. It's on Zoom. It's for anybody across the world. And I will completely unpack the um, subject of self-sabotage where you'll, where you'll completely understand what drives it, where, is it what, you know, where it's coming from, and how to overcome it. And you know, it's a good time to learn about these aspects of self-sabotage because it involves a lot of the mind control. Like if you're interested in mind control and you want to learn exactly how our human farmers are convincing, you know, men to act like females and be weak and wear masks and convince them that there's a virus that doesn't exist, you really would be interested not only in overcoming your own self-sabotage, but definitely in how our social engineers have been using this psychology to manipulate us over thousands and thousands of years on this planet and how a small group of 20,000 or 30,000 very corrupt and psychopathic human-like things uh, are ruling you through your screens and ruling you through fear and it's very important to know these details. So if you're looking to support me in any way, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes, and I'm going to put a lot of links in the show notes so that everybody has access to as much information as possible. I'll try and keep this as short as possible. Now to get to the show notes, a lot of people are like, where are the show notes? Well, if you want the show notes and you end up on the SoundCloud page where all the podcasts are listed in order, you're on the wrong page for the show notes. Pick the show you want to listen to, go to the picture of that show, click on it, and that particular show will open by itself in a new window. So the show notes are going to be only in that particular podcast window and the show notes are below the recording so in order to get the show notes you have to be looking at the screen where there's one recording not many now maybe we should just get this out of the way to start there is no covid and when you walk across the world today or you run into friends you have this varying degree of believability in the covid mythology You have some people that know it absolutely doesn't exist, which is completely 100% factual. Then you have people that this varying range, this group of people that are stuck in their programming. Now, their programming is always about where do I find safety? The way the human brain is designed, there's a part of the brain called the subconscious, doesn't care about truth doesn't care at all and anybody who thinks covid is real they're living out the you know the function of this part of the brain that always seeks 
basically safety and not truth. And you get this very various range. You, I've heard people say, they'll come up to me and say, well, I don't really believe in it all the way, but I know there's something. Now, basically, that's sort of satisfying both camps. And that person's really looking for safety. They're really scared. They're, they're, they're weakened on the inside. They really don't know what to be- They know that their beliefs aren't their own. They want to show people they believe to make friends with that group. And then they want to cast some doubt to make friends with the other group. And if people knew how their brains work, their behavior would be a lot easier for them to grapple with and understand how it comes about and why it's so dangerous to want to be friends with everybody and say the right thing at the right time to the right person to get some kind of positive reinforcement. That's very dangerous when you have a tyrannical ruling force trying to basically kill people where they stand. And this is where this is all going to go. And even when it does go there throughout history, the average person is still working from the subconscious trying to say exactly what the best thing is to say in in, in the right situation and say the right thing and, and get the most friends and get the most positive accolades or positive reinforcement. And COVID does not exist. And how do we know it doesn't exist? And people... Most people don't care if it exists or not. The way the human brain is designed, it really doesn't care. Like there's a very large part of your brain uh, called the subconscious. It controls 94 to 97% of your behavior. You can see that in the average person. The average person doesn't care if it exists or not. What they care about is what the TV tells them to say and do and act out in order for them to be accepted by the herd. This is just natural psychology. It's in all of us. It's it's more prevalent if we're afraid. It's more prevalent if we were, we're not weak. I mean, if we're weak, if we're not strong, it's very prevalent. And this part of the brain is like, yeah, I don't really care about if it's true or not. I just tell me what to say, tell me what to do and tell me how to act. And and if the lie is the currency that I have to use to buy friends, I will use the lie as currency. This is how this part of the brain is designed. And yeah, this is how the the psychological manipulation of the masses is always directed at this part of the brain. And this part of the brain gets up every day and looks around and says, what do I have to do to be safe here? What do I have to do to be secure? And in our modern day, we are going toward the TV screen. And the subconscious mind is proven not to know the difference between the TV screen or your cell cell phone screen or any screen and reality. So its job, whether it was 20,000 years ago where there was no screens or today where there's a lot of screens and lots of reality too, the subconscious mind's job is to scan everything and kind of say and analyze and derive what most people are doing, what most people are saying, what's the best thing to say at the coffee shop, what shouldn't you say at the coffee shop. And the subconscious mind scans the environment, taking in all the information and derives your behavior and pushes that behavior to you 
while you believe you're making up your behavior based on logical analysis. That's not the way behavior works. It's not based on logical or rational analysis. And the people who rule us know that it's the environment that programs the subconscious mind, and it's the subconscious mind that determines your behavior, guaranteed. So the people who rule us have manufactured the environment where our subconscious mind looks out through our eyes, it listens through our ears, and when we go out anywhere, even if it's on our cell phone screen or it's our emails, everybody has been paid and lubricated and bribed to always lead with COVID-19. So the, the subconscious mind says, well, for me to fit in and for me to be accepted and for me to gain security and safety in the masses and in the mob, I have to parrot the idea that COVID-19 is real. And if it's not real, which it's not, this part of the brain says, you know what, I don't really care. <laughs> What I care about is saying the, the thing that's going to get me safe. I don't want to have, um, you know, the, I don't want to say the wrong thing at the coffee shop. And the wrong thing to say is COVID isn't real because that's when the, the herd mentality or the pack mentality of the human consciousness will turn on that person and say, hey, I'm not sure if you're aware, but you're not saying the right thing. You're not saying the safe thing. You're not saying the secure thing. So what we have today is these magicians in Hollywood and magicians in media and magicians in government, and they're so old, folks. If you knew how old they were, this ruling group, and if you want to know, you know who this ruling group is, and I'm going to make sure I write down exactly what I'm going to put in the show notes here, you should definitely go. Here's a piece of paper. You know I'm writing this down. You're definitely going to have to look into some books by David Icke, which I will put in the show notes, and I will definitely put some uh, links to Michael Tessarion's work. And, and you will get a very good idea of who these magicians are, and they're well aware of the subconscious mind. And they became aware of it thousands and thousands of years ago. Again, the subconscious mind looks out, scans the environment and sees, hey, how do I go along to get along? How do I fit in? How do I blend? How do I mimic? How do I mirror? What's everybody doing? And if they are, if there's a big crowd doing something, I want to do it. I want to fit in. And this part of the brain is a basic survival, uh, and you know, it's a survival adaptation to making sure we all live long lives on the planet. Even when we're little, this part of the brain is always scanning and making sure we say the right thing and making sure we don't say the wrong thing or we'll be killed. And the the people who rule us used to fumble over this information by mistake. They would, they would hold a play in the town square and the lead character would have a scarf and then you might have a thousand people watching the play because there was really nothing else to do uh, back then ex except to congregate with people and bond with people, natural human behavior. And when they would roll the play, 
the the rulers of the town or the rulers of the area if the main character had a scarf they would notice the scarf shops were sold out the next day and everybody was wearing proudly displaying their scarf just like the main character and the people who uh, naturally ruled us in the first place would say hold on a second what's going on here with these humans naturally copying Anything they sort of see, anything that's repetitive, anything that's endorsed by stars, anything that's endorsed by authority, what's really going on here? And what really goes on uh, in the psychology wards of the universities and has been going on in those um, study groups for a very long time is the people who rule us know that the environment, not us, the environment drives the behavior into us and then we act it out like we thought it up ourselves it's part of the system this whole system doesn't work unless there's a design internal to it where we believe that we are manufacturing our behavior ourselves out of logical and rational analysis but we aren't we literally just copy what the majority is doing and the tv screen has been proven to give us enough pressure to where we automatically believe that what's on the tv is what the majority is doing so the tv controls our behavior and again this part of the brain does not care if covid's real or not it just it just knows hey it's it's outside my control if I want to be accepted by this herd, if I want to be blend in, if I want to go along to get along, I have to basically admit that it's real. And so, you know, this midline, this midline approach to somewhat not believing in the story of COVID fully and sort of saying, well, I don't really know what's going on, but there's something there's something there's a virus but i don't think it's as as you know as virulent as they say it is it's always that walking in between and that that would represent someone who's really sort of um, a people pleaser always trying to walk the middle because they're afraid to really have their own opinion but when they do formulate their own opinion about believing some parts of the COVID story, but not believing others, they don't understand that that opinion has been driven into them as well. They didn't make it up themselves. So let's let's get some of this homework over with. For first, COVID does not exist because in the in the fields of science, before you you declare that there's a virus in play, you have to do something called Koch's postulate. Now, Koch's postulate is a four-step process that every scientist in the world knows has to be satisfied before you can declare that a virus is in play. Has Koch's postulate been satisfied? Absolutely not. And what that means is that... um, COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 has not been isolated in its full genetic sequence. And we've gone over this before, why it's important to analyze something in its full genetic sequence. It's because, say, the human DNA, human DNA 
and say the DNA of a chimpanzee, they're 99% similar. So when you're, when you're in a lab, and if I were to take your blood as a human being, I can find 99% similarity between your blood and a chimpanzee, but I can't declare you a chimpanzee. I have to look for that extra 1%, the, the special genetic sequence on the, on the end of the monkey sequence that denotes you and identifies you as a human being. So this is why it's very important in the field of science to isolate things in, a, in its full genetic sequence. And a lot of people uh, still even believe in viruses. And we'll put up, we're definitely going to be putting up a video by a doctor called Robert Wilmer. Now, Robert Wilmer um, proved to the world about 20 years ago that the, 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 vir- the, the theory of disease causation based on viruses was completely fraudulent and false. And how he did that, he took the blood of an AIDS patient that was diagnosed with AIDS and through HIV. So they, they said that they had found HIV in his blood and then he had developed AIDS. And Robert Wilmer... And this was videotaped. So we have, the, we have the video. He takes the blood of a fully diagnosed AIDS patient, draws the blood from that patient, and injects it into himself, knowing that it's not going to cause any infection because viruses do not transfer infection from person to person. Now, that's sort of hard to believe. Now, Robert Wilm, uh, Wil, uh, I think it was Wilmer, I think it's Wilmer or Wilner, Robert Wilner, a medical doctor. He had the courage to carry this out because he was well aware that in the, you know, in the scientific research library and in the medical library, there were no experiments proving that sick people could transfer their sickness to healthy people. Now that comes as a shock to the average person who's listening to this because you always heard over the years about people blaming other sick kids at school for making their kids sick or someone on an airplane coughing and then making the next person sick. Those, they tried to do that. So Dr. Robert Wilner was very well aware that they did try that. They did try that in 1918, and we're gonna put up the 1918 experiment where they took people who were really, really sick, and they said they had the Spanish flu. Now, the Spanish flu wasn't Spanish or the flu, but we're not really gonna beat that horse right now. But they took 100 really, really sick people, and we're gonna put up the experiment so that you can read it yourself. They took 100 really sick people, and they took their saliva, and then they put it in 100 healthy people's mouths. So that was sort of the first stage. They took saliva from 100 sick people, and they had 100 healthy people, and then they put the swabs in their mouths, and they could never transfer the sickness from the sick people over to the healthy people. They could never do that. And Dr. Wilner was very well aware of this experiment and that it had not been 
tried after this because it was such an astounding failure when it was tried in 1918. They actually took uh, mucus as well. So they took deeper swabs in the nose and they would swab the other people's nose. So they took basically snot from sick people. And I don't mean a little sick. I mean really sick. You had to be really sick to start this experiment. They took the mucus and they tried to put it in the mouth and the nasal cavities of the healthy people. There were 100 healthy people. How many got sick? Absolutely no one. So they took it to the highest level. They drew blood. They drew blood of the 100 sick people and they mixed it with saliva and they mixed it with snot. <laughs> Can you believe this experiment? And then they injected it into the other 100 people. How many got sick? Absolutely no one. So there's people out there today that still believe that viruses make people sick. And it doesn't make any sense. So someone might say, look, okay, I'm going to read these experiments. They seem kind of far-fetched. It's a lot different than what the TV or the teachers told me. You told me that I have a brain that copies things just so that I fit in. Maybe I'm just fitting in and trying to fit in with the herd by repeating this viral thing. But how do you explain when all the kids go back to school and, you know, lots of them get sick? Well, let's think of this sort of scenario. You're, you get rounded up into a COVID concentration camp. So you're taken out of your house by force. You're thrown on the back of a truck. You're put in a railway car and you're trucked, you know, uh, five hours away into a COVID camp. Now, if people got sick on the train, are you really going to say that it had to be a virus or would you not say it was stress? Now, you get off into your COVID concentration camp, which is a very good probability if people don't pull their head out of the sand at this point in time. And you, get, you basically get fed two meals a day of gruel. Now, if anybody fell sick in the camp that you knew, are you going to say, hey, look, you must be infected by a virus? Or would you kind of naturally know the stress of getting taken from your home, the stress of a railway car without any sort of heating or air conditioning, the stress of being forced like animals at gunpoint by tyrannical government staffers, and then you're not fed any sort of good nutrition? Are you telling me that if someone falls sick in and around you, that you're going to say, hey, there must be a virus going around? Are you serious? And then let's, let's take it one step farther in this COVID concentration camp. You have, um, they start vaccinating people. So injecting documented toxins under their skin. So we have people under immense stress, people worried about their kids, their kids are separated from them. You're put on a railway car, you're taken to a COVID concentration camp. People are starting to get sick. They're fed only two meals a day instead of three or four. They're given gruel, non-organic food sprayed in, in poison, and then they inject poison into you and everybody else into a, in, the, in the camp. And then some people start collapsing or getting sick or have the sniffles or start coughing. Are you really lacking the, the, the mental capacity to understand that viruses had nothing to do with making those people sick and stress and poison did. And this is why the government has gone to such great lengths over the 70 or 80 years. And I'm going to put up a video showing you that they've been planning this fake viral attack for at least the last 70 years. We're going to put up a video by Max Eigen. 
and we're going to have uh, you know a pretty uh, fantastic prediction where there, in 1959 there was a public service announcement about a, a virus coming from China which would have to force people to do everything we're doing today and this uh, public service announcement in the US was from 1959 and the reason the government is so intent on you believing that viruses make you sick is because they don't. The thing that makes you sick is poison and stress. And your government is your number one source of poison and stress. And they stress you and steal from you and, you know, steal your money and poison you at every single stage of your life to keep you under control. You're just easier to control when you're weaker. You're, con you're easier to control when you're, you're not as uh, mentally efficient. You're, you're easier to control when you're overweight and you don't know what's going on and you're uninformed. The government's job, the reason the government is in power, and it's not the people you vote for. There's a government beyond that that controls everything. You're just easier to control when you're poisoned and sick. So their job is to poison you. If you ever found out poison and stress makes you sick and you realize the government is basically responsible for 90 to 95% of your stress and poisoning, you would hang these people in the street and you might have to do that to get away from what, what they're planning from you going forward. So COVID doesn't exist on any level whatsoever. Viruses do not make you sick. Poison does. We're going to have lots of proof of that in the show notes, different medical doctors coming forward. And even I'll even put up 640 medical doctors that have met in Germany last week. So 640 medical doctors came out, did a two-hour presentation, and they all signed their name to the conclusion that COVID is a worldwide scam. And that was their exact words. COVID is a worldwide scam. It does not exist on any level. We'll get into the fabricated testing. We'll get into the fabricated death rates. There are actually no extra death rates. There's no novel increase in death rates. What we have is a worldwide operation where people who die on a regular basis like regular people in regular age categories dying of regular diseases are being categorized as covid to make people believe covid exists because if you put it on the tv it hacks the subconscious part of the brain that part of the brain doesn't care who's dying or what it just cares about what bullshit lie that person has to live out like it's the truth in order to fit in to that society. And that bullshit lie, if it's on every screen, the subconscious will automatically pick that lie as the one to live out. And, and these deaths, and I'll put up another article, there's so many doctors coming out and saying, look, they're bribing me to, it doesn't matter if it's medical doctors or um members of the public at funeral homes or, or dealing with the coroner at, uh, at government-run hospitals, they're all saying the same thing. Is they're, they're trying to bribe me and pressure me to put the cause of death as COVID when COVID had nothing to, to do with it. In Florida, there was actually a, a, um, a coroner who came out and said, he was forced to put COVID on the death certificate of someone who died in a motorcycle accident. And 
the reason there's so much censorship is again because of the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind doesn't care what's true or what's not. It bases its behavior on what it sees and what's repetitive in the environment. So censorship is a psychological manipulation tactic where you don't want the subconscious mind getting certain signals or certain patterns or certain beliefs and you, you upregulate the beliefs you want the, the public to have and you censor the imagery and facts that you don't want the public to have because if they see something on a repetitive basis they'll simply act it out like it's the truth so you put what we're getting today on all the screens is the the repetitive line from the government and the media regarding what's really going on and what's really going on is not covid What's going on is a worldwide rising of a tyrannical ruling group from our ancient past, and they're using COVID as the backdrop and the excuse and the propaganda and the subconscious mind control foundation to get people moving along and getting them moving in the direction that our human farmers want us to move in. They want to remove everybody's right to have a business. They want to remove voting. They want to remove sports. They want to remove anything that's not parallel or enforcing of their lie-based narrative. And of course, I can't, uh, I can't discuss anything like this on Facebook because of course they're banning anybody that pushes against the narrative. So the best we can do here is a little podcast and we're gonna get out as much information as we can. So how to maintain, I'm just gonna go down the list right now um, and I'm, I will put up a lot of evidence that the COVID is fake and doctors coming out and telling you that it doesn't meet any of the validations that you have to meet when you're going to declare a virus. And I'll put up those doctors from Germany, 640 doctors saying that the COVID is absolutely fake. And it's it's fake on every every level imaginable. It's fake in terms of the death, uh, death statistics. The deaths are being, it's regular deaths, folks. So it's just regular people dying. Just go check their, this is how stunned most people are in our society. I mean, they're easy to fool. And again, the subconscious mind doesn't really want to do any research. And there's a reason why, like it's not a malfunction. Why research how many deaths occur in your state or province or country naturally when the subconscious mind says, hey, I don't care what the truth is. I just want to tell the right lie so everybody high-fives me at the coffee shop. So that part of the brain is 94 to 97% of most people's behavior. So that's why they're not really asking logical questions. And, and a lot of times, the you know people like us, the truthers, might look to the sleepwalkers, the TV watchers, and say, why don't you even just look up how many people die in your country every year to see if there's actually an increase in the death rate. Like in Canada, I think it's like 293,000 people die every year in Canada. And then you meet the guy or the girl down at the coffee shop or walking in the street, or you might meet them at the fitness club. And they're like, well, I, I, well why, why, what are all these people dying from de- then? 
Well, that's just a phrase to say I'm really too scared to research because it's pretty obvious that if I if I researched, I could get the answer and the verification I'm looking for because if 293,000 died in Canada last year in 2019, in 2018, you would expect 200 and you would expect 350,000 to be dead uh, with the extra deaths from COVID. But we don't have that, folks. We have the same death rate. And the part of the brain that we're talking about that's so easily hacked that I teach about in all my material to become a self-sabotage coach is because when people lead kind of crazy lives not based on truth, we are always going to involve the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind says, hey, I don't really care if... Uh, if there's more deaths or less deaths, I don't care if the vaccine kills me. I don't care if it poisons my kids. Um, what's everybody else doing? So the subconscious mind just looks out and says, like, what's the herd doing? I'm going to follow that. And, and it's a natural adaptation when we're children to try and fit in with the herd. But it's not really a natural adaptation when we're adults. And that's, the worries, uh, that's something that worries me. A lot more than anything else is what we have today are adult women and adult men who are approaching this very obvious fraud like their children. They're more interested in doing what everybody else is doing, even if it kills them, even if it poisons their own kids, even if it enslaves them, even if they eventually have like zero worth in their stock market portfolio or their bank account is um, pirated by something called a bail-in, the person's like, yeah, I'll just kind of take it to be everybody's friend. And I'm like, man, you're weak. <laughs> You're really weak. And, and that's how the old style concentration camps got to the point where they got to. Because this subconscious mind uh, doesn't care about who's going to the, to the ovens or, or who's getting the acid showers. It's just like, what's everybody else doing? And that part of the brain is very dangerous and it needs to be highlighted and it needs to be discussed and it needs to be outed as a big problem where the TV screens are being purposely seeded with the COVID lie and it's being done purposely to hack our subconscious minds so that we believe the safe card to be played is entering the coffee shop and talking about a virus that, is, that does not fucking exist whatsoever at all. And I mean at all. Viruses don't make people sick. They've tried it. It was a theory. It failed. If someone's sick, like I said, if you get taken to a COVID camp and you're taken out of your bed in the middle of the night by armed government staffers, thrown on a railway car, taken to a COVID camp, fed two meals a day with gruel, sleeping on a dirt floor, and then you know, inject it with poisons. When people in the camp get sick and dying, it's not a fucking virus, okay? It's not a virus. It's stress and it's poison. And the reason so many are, people are sick today has nothing to do with the virus. It has, and the people in, in the care homes, and this idea that 
nutrition doesn't matter or water doesn't matter or love doesn't matter or sunlight doesn't matter. That's why all the old folks are, I mean, people in care homes are going there to die anyway. But if you ever go to a nursing home or a, a long-term care, and it should be called short-term care, right? Let's be, let's be honest. You see what they feed people? Insure drinks, boost drinks, french fries. Like We're inundated with this lie, folks. The reason we're sick is because we're being poisoned, malnourished, and stressed out all the time because we have a part of the brain that believes all the lies on the TV if they're repeated long enough, if they're repeated with enough frequency, if there's celebrity behind them, if there's... Um, authority behind them perceived authority like when you know when lebron james tells you to drink sprite and you see that commercial 10 times you're going to go out and drink some pop as an absolute guarantee you're going to copy what's going out there in the environment because the environment controls your behavior and we really have to move past as a society these institutional lies that make us less than we're capable of so people like myself, we would just like everybody to be their best, okay? We would just like you to stop using your mouth as a garbage compactor. Realize that you are using your mouth as a garbage compactor because there's people out there that knows if they put enough junk food ads through your eyes to your subconscious brain, your subconscious brain says, I don't care if the food kills me or not. That's what the majority is doing. That's how I'm going to fit in. I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to put the shit in there. And that's the reason we're not rising to the top in our society. We could have a heaven on earth, but we just have to realize that the people in power maintain their rule over us by diminishing our power through poison and stress. There are no viruses, folks. Look it up. Like, look it up if you don't believe me. There's been... Uh, there's been, uh, I'll, put it, I'll put up another doctor. He offered $5,000 reward for anybody to prove COVID exists. And there's so many incidents like this. And no one has claimed the reward because it does not exist. Because they, they have to isolate it in its full genetic sequence. And like I said, if you take a sample of lung tissue and you better make, you you. You have to make sure that what you're looking at under the microscope is not just infected lung tissue. It has to be, there has to be a pathogenic entity infecting the lung tissue. It just can't be infected, necrotic, dead lung tissue because you smoke. So the lung tissue has to be separated out, leaving this other sort of vi what they call viral they call viral remnants. And those viral remnants, again, like I said, doesn't really exist. What they call viruses are just a special molecule that your cells excrete out when it's moving the garbage to the curb. But regardless, it has a little bit of a different genetic sequence, and you got to make sure that you separate human from non-human or some other sort of foreign entity. And they've never done that. So it does not exist. Look at, the, look at the work by Dr. Andrew Kaufman. That's going to be in the show notes. Look at Dr. Robert Wilner. It's going to be in the show notes. They're going to explain to you fully that COVID 
doesn't exist. And there's also going to be some explanation that viruses have never been isolated. No measles virus, no flu virus. They've been lying to you folks the entire time. And the motivation is very clear. It's important as they poison the shit out of you and your kids. It's very important you show up wrecked and diseased and weak, believing that some invisible entity made you sick. Because if you focus on the invisible virus that doesn't exist as the reason for making you sick, you lose focus of the visible fluoride, the visible Teflon, the visible microwave food, the visible coffee, the constant you know, conveyor belt of poisons and shit that you put in your mouth. That's that's what's proven to make you sick. Go drink a bottle of tequila tonight. Tomorrow, you'll wake up. You will be sick. Now, was there viruses in the tequila? Absolutely not. What made you sick? It was the, it was the tequila, the poison. The poison made you sick. And then if you want to come um, ch- ch- switch saliva with me, whether you want to kiss me or whether you want to put a swab in my mouth or whether you would like to inject your blood into me, I guarantee you, you're not going to make me sick because you're sick because you made yourself sick. And I can't catch your disease or your sickness because it's inside you. You did it to yourself. I, I have as much chance transferring you my health and my wealth through the air as you have to convey your sickness over to me. We need to think again, but unfortunately the design of the human brain is one that it it really doesn't care about thinking. It does have a lot of analytical power, and the brain's analytical power is directed toward analyzing the environment in just basically coming to the conclusion that I must wear this shirt to fit in, wear these shoes to fit in, talk like this, act like this, and say this. And the environment is being hacked by the people who rule us, putting these images and beliefs and concepts on every screen and every newspaper, knowing our subconscious mind will say, hey, I don't really care. I'm going to go to the coffee shop. I'm going to wear my mask because if I don't, I'm attacked. That's, that's how our behavior is manufactured. Again, more so in childhood, supposed to be less in adulthood. So let's go down this list that was on my email to people about what I would be discussing here today. How to maintain your wealth during the upcoming financial collapse. There's a collapse coming. It's going to be based on the control of virus. They have already pre-planned the collapse. They don't want the population having enough power to sidestep their own slavery. And this is why the financial collapse is being orchestrated. And if you want to learn more about what's coming, you're going to go to people like Jeff Berwick, and I'm going to put up a link, Robert Kiyosaki, I'm going to put up a link, and another great financial analyst, his name's Mike Maloney. Now, where do I now? All those three brilliant financial analysts will tell you to go buy gold and silver. They'll also tell you to buy some cryptocurrency. They're going to tell you to buy some choice mining stocks, 
and they're going to tell you to keep some cash on hand for some like really good deals that are going to come up either in the crypto market or you know just basically cash on hand to fire out when there's some stellar deals to be had and I have purchased gold and silver based on the recommendations of these three stellar analysts and I use in Toronto um, a company called PMX I think it's called PMX Canada and I'll make sure all these links are in the in the show notes and they just got a new shipment of uh, five ounce silver coins and 10 ounce silver bars which means anybody can afford to get into the silver sort of market right now through PMX and their prices are relatively cheap compared to other bullion houses I'm really impressed with them they deliver right to your door and you know silver prices have gone up 60% so far this year and they're set to probably go up another five to ten fold from where they are right now in the next coming 18 months because of the pre-planned financial collapse so if you have any extra money and you want to kind of show up in the future i mean let's hope the future is good enough where you can go cash this stuff in and and get your money back and if we can't no one wins right like i realize that no one's going to win if we're all in some kind of COVID concentration camp, believing that the people are dying around us are infected by viruses. It has nothing to do with the government stressing us out excessively and trying to poison us where we stand. I mean, if we're that stunned at that moment, who really wants to fucking live anyway? Um, what special products you're going to need to maintain your nutrition during the upcoming food short shortages? There's going to be food shortages. I was talking to some butchers around this this area where i live in ontario and you can see the government again it's the government is not the government folks and you can read some of the david ike books that are going to be in the show notes so you exactly know who you're dealing with the government works against you every single day every second of the day they're looking at making your life more miserable poisoning you and your kids taking more of your money and all they do is work on the fabricated excuses so that it sounds legitimate that's all they do so again um, just one of a thousand ways the government's trying to destroy you right now is remove your access to food so here there's butcher houses and the the canadian government has been making it difficult for the inspectors to go from butcher house to butcher house and slowing there's enough cattle but they're having the cattle has to be processed at a particular time and they're missing their marks and they're doing that everywhere all across the world and they're using this fake pcr covid test that we're going to talk about a little later in the show the test for covid is absolutely fake is it's fake is i mean if there's no virus isolated what are you testing for like you can't what are you testing for exactly if Koch's postulate hasn't been met or, or, or the criteria for a virus to be declared as existing hasn't been met? What exactly are you testing for again? And the RT, I think it's called reverse transcriptase PCR, um, the, the RT-PCR test that they're using to test people to tell them they have COVID even the inventor, Kerry Mullis, a man who won the Nobel Prize for this process, he called it a process, not a test. And he came out, he died last year, and he's come out many times and said, for, for God's sakes, government, 
Stop using my process to test people for diseases like you did with HIV as well. It doesn't test for any sort of infection whatsoever. And they're running these tests into uh, food factories. And they're saying to people, you got to test, 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 test. And the way this particular test works lots of people are going to fail when they don't have COVID. I mean, COVID doesn't exist and people are going to say you have COVID. So they're shutting down the food lines, the food production lines. And even though the food's getting through somewhere, they're slowing it down. And we can't have that. The The average uh, urban, uh, urban city, like say Toronto or Detroit or Los Angeles, has enough food to feed people for only eight hours. It's not three days, as some people would like to say. It's actually eight hours. That's how much food reserves in the average city. You start slowing down how much food gets to an urban area, you're going to have riots, you're going to have violence, which is exactly what the human farmers are looking for. It's all connected, folks. There's 150 pieces to, to the average watch. Without one piece, the watch doesn't tell time. To get everybody into this fake COVID belief system and they're not seeing that their rights are being taken away, that the, the food uh, lines are being broken, that they're going to experience food shortages and massive inflation. The government's going to tax us more and blame COVID. Everybody's going to be squeezed to the limit. And then the, the vaccine, which is just a needle full of poison marked for the TV watchers who are under the subconscious mind control, it's going to get really ugly. So um, the food shortages in this area, like I said, are already occurring. People don't know because the TV won't tell them, and most people rely on the TV to tell them what's going on. And everybody's going around right now and trying to snatch up all the organic meat before everybody finds out exactly what's going on. So anything you use on a regular basis from like Q-tips to bottled water to laundry detergent, I, I'm getting, I know that my nutrition will be under attack by the people who rule us. So I'm getting this high potency green and berry red powder from Organifi. So it's Organifi and it's uh, endorsed by myself. It's endorsed by Paul Check. If you want a discount at checkout, uh, use Paul Check's discount code, which is CHEK20, all capitals, and you can get a discount on Organifi. There's a place out, uh, if you're Canadian, there's a place out in the prairies that sells Organifi. And if you're in the, in the United States, you're going to find Organifi on the internet really, really easy. You're going to need the higher nutrition green and red powder to get through the time when the corrupt Canadian government is going to be using COVID as the excuse to try and lower your nutrition, to try and make you have a sniffle. And then they're going to come in with their various quarantine and testing protocols, which they know are completely fake and fabricated. And then the sky's the limit there. Because this is where it's going, is they're going to try and take total control of you, total control of your children, total control of your bank account, total control of your freedom, using the fake COVID pandemic control of virus as the backdrop. And the TV watchers, of course, will 
They'd wear two masks. They'd smear peanut butter up their ass crack. They'll do whatever the TV says because all they're looking is for safety and security in the short term. They're not thinking of their safety and security in the long term. And the subconscious mind, part of our brain obsessed with security, actually has no long-term brain function. And that's why you can trick it to be a kamikaze pilot. That's, that, I mean, that's a classic example of how short-term thinking the subconscious mind is, a part of our brain controlled by the environment. You have a kamikaze pilot is a, a airplane pilot or fighter jet pilot, not even it's propellers, propeller planes in World War II, where you'd have a Japanese fighter pilot load his his fighter jet or you know his plane up with bombs and fly it into uh, enemy sort of uh, aircraft carriers potentially, and the only way you can trick the subconscious mind to kill itself is by telling it that hey you'll get a lot of positive reinforcement the stars will like you your friends will like you more the government will adorn you and the subconscious mind which can't think long term says that sounds like a great idea because my part you know me as the subconscious mind all i all i'm obsessed with is trying to fit in and make friends and all i have to do is kill myself to to make it come true and that's the exact sort of format that we're seeing here today is a lot of people are going to be lining up for this vaccine which has and what i'm going to do is put on a medical doctor who's going to talk about the new corona vaccine and she's a female medical doctor from the United States, and it's it's caused very severe reactions. And eight, uh, I think it was like sixty to a hundred percent of the test subjects, depending on what group they were in. And um, the average person, if it was full of poison and it killed someone on the spot, they know that the subconscious mind can be tricked to take it, even though people are dying from it. Because if you say that if you take this vaccine and, you know, even though you die, you're going to be everybody's friend, it goes back to the kamikaze example. You can hack this part of the brain to generate and manufacture human behavior that's fatal to the human based on the promise that if the person follows through with the action, that they're going to gain more positive reinforcement inside that society. How weird is that part of the brain? That's a, that's a crazy part of the brain, and that's why I love studying it, and that's why I love talking about mind control and, and teaching people um, how to hack their own brain. Can th this part of the brain can not only be hacked by uh, people that are like literally trying to kill you and your family, like the government and the media, they can be hacked by you. You can hack your own brain, but you, you don't have to hack it to try and hurt yourself, you can actually hack it to make your life better. And that's what I teach in all my self-sabotage material. I'm going to get some frozen fruits, some organic grass-fed beef, or some other clean meats. Make sure you have some organic vitamins and minerals from Mega Food or Innate Response, and I'm going to put up some links to those. Get some vitamin D, get some B-complex, get some boron, get some multivitamins, get some cell salts, and basically anything that you use on a regular basis, try to get a four, six-month supply, because when they come with this fictitious second wave based on the fake 
uh, RT-PCR testing, which they're doing in Victoria, Australia right now, they're really going to try and lock you down, take away all your freedoms, and it might even be the freedom. I mean, we're already getting restricted on the freedom to breathe, right? So if they're going to restrict your freedom to breathe through the masking, they're definitely priming you psychologically to accept restricting your ability to get clean water, restricting your ability to get great food, restricting your ability to exercise. So again, the government's just doing what it's always done. Its job is to make you weak and slave-like and overweight and diseased just so that you're easier to rule. So don't ever be shocked when your government really tries to take their, their sort of philosophy to the highest level and of course they don't the the people who rule us will not be affected by the laws that they enforce on us there was a a wedding of a public official in Australia over the weekend and someone snuck in with a camera and of course there was no social distancing there was no mask wearing uh, there was no curfews there was no closing the bar at 12 they're just basically there's a bunch of sick psychopathic people out there and government is a lightning rod for them. And once they get there and you give them the power to take your money at will, take your freedom at will, and you don't fight back, you're asking for trouble and you got trouble right now. I'm letting you know you're up to your neck in trouble and it might go right to the top of your head where you're not gonna be able to breathe because you're not understanding how this system works. For long-term immunity, I would always suggest making sure on hand to have some zinc, to have some oregano, to have some thieves from Young Living, to have some echinacea, and also to have some garlic. If anybody's ever fallen ill in your family, use the zinc, oregano, thieves from Young Living, that's an oil, echinacea, and garlic. And tell them to drink it down with uh, the juice of one or two fresh oranges and then put that someone in a very, that sick person in a very dark room. I guarantee you within two days, regardless of what they have, they're going to come out feeling a whole lot better. So make sure you have these things on hand. Make sure you have enough supplies for four to six months because the people ruling you don't want you healthy. That's their goal. They don't want you vital. They don't want you healthy, they don't want you strong, and they don't want you to think. So, I mean, if you are if you got a TV in your house, the chances of you thinking are almost zero. You're going to have to shut that off as well. Um, Jeff Berwick, Robert Kiyosaki, Mike Maloney, they're going to tell you to get some uh, cryptocurrencies. The cryptocurrency exchanges I prefer is one called Binance, because there's a lot of people on that, which means you can buy and sell, usually at the spot price, which is the price you're seeing on the ticker as it goes by. Smaller exchanges like CoinSquare in Canada, or even some um, other ones like TradeOgre. Basically, in the, in the realm of cryptocurrencies, you want to become a member or you want to register at a site that has plenty of cryptocurrencies and plenty of traders so that the trading is fast and furious, which means you're always going to get the price you deserve whether you buy or you sell. So Binance is a cryptocurrency exchange I would use. And I'm just going down my list here. If it seems kind of 
unrelated. I'm going down my list because I don't want to leave anything out because I promised I would go over all these topics. Uh, when when the fabricated second wave will be executed on, upon the public in the Northern Hemisphere, well, all we have to do is look at Australia. Australia has been decimated by uh, dictator Dan Andrews uh, and, and his fascist group down there. And, of course, they're picking on Australia because they really wore them down in the old ruling ways that are thousands of years old. Australia has been inundated with alcohol, mind-numbing entertainment, uh, narcotics, steroids, um, coffee on every corner, sugar. I mean, Australia is the number one obese country uh, per, per capita. And the U.S. is second, the U.K. is third. And it's not really choices of the people. The people are great in Australia. People are great in the U.S. People are great in the U.K. But they all, all own subconscious minds. And the subconscious, again, is in charge of 94 to 97% of your behavior. And the subconscious mind scans the environment and comes up with the average and says, uh, from what I've scanned, everybody here eats like shit. And my job's to fit in, so I'm going to eat like shit too. And this is what happens when you're, you're taken over covertly. Australia, you've been taken over covertly. Canada too, where I am. U.S., U.K. All the former Commonwealth nations understand why spend, like why endanger the military forces when you can just put up ads and put movies out that pump this hedonistic, self-gratifying, instant-gratifying lifestyle. I'll just let the public gorge themselves to death on coffee, gorge themselves to death on sugar, and they'll become weak and flabby, and I'll, I'll even pump the ideas into them, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. So if you're wondering what this fabricated second wave will be executed, well, in the Northern Hemisphere, we all know it's going to be coming in when the sun goes down, which is going to be like October, November, and people start getting the sniffles and people who eat really bad, they get really sick because the sun is what actually keeps them really healthy. So this their sickness is just has to do with this like fine tightrope that they're walking. They're eating really bad. The sun goes away and then bingo, bango, bongo, they're sick. And it's that sort of sickness that they're going to say this guy has COVID, more people are getting sick. But if you look at the sickness diagrams in any country, wherever you're living, they go up when the sun goes down and, the, and then they plummet when the sun comes out. It has nothing to do with the virus, folks. Viruses don't exist. And some might, someone might say, hey, but what about the kids when they all go back to school? Uh, why do they get sick in groups? Well, just like the school is a concentration camp. Like, do you think the kid wants to go over and, and live out lies and have their potential trimmed? And all, you know, and there's, there's a spiritual part of the human body <laughs> that knows that the school is there to destroy their innate potential. So I'm going to put up a book by, in the show notes, by John Taylor Gatto. He's the most famous public school teacher in history. He won Teacher of the Year in New York City, Teacher of the Year in New York State. 
and he has a book called Weapons of Mass Instruction. And this one's not hidden, folks. It's not a conspiracy theory if the people who invented schooling to destroy the potential of your children, if they wrote it in a book and said, I invented school to destroy the potential of your children, if they write that in a book and they write it in a thousand books, which they have, it's not a conspiracy theory. So we're going to put up one of the books by John Taylor Gatto, free of charge, it's PDF. It's called Weapons of Mass Instruction. <clears throat> and you're going to see, yeah, why do the kids get sick? Because they don't want to go to school because it's boring. There's a spiritual aspect where they know they're getting their, their best of themselves trimmed. Their tallest poppy is being trimmed. They're learning things that are absolutely useless. And then the parents, of it's stressful. They don't want to get up that early. No human really wants to go up and get up that early and do something they really don't want to do. And then the, the, the parents, which have been indoctrinated parents are great but they have the tv that tells them the lunchables and the, the cheese slice and the, the white bread sandwich and the ramen noodles and the chocolate bar and the chips and the cookies are healthy and they're not healthy they make your kids sick so why would all the kids get sick when they go back if there's no viruses they don't spread it amongst each other they're stressed out folks they shouldn't be going to school there should be nothing like that in our society where there, there might maybe one day if we could teach them something of value, but currently, as you can read in this book, there is nothing of value there. It's a pure 10 or 12 year indoctrination system to make the children dependent. So why are they sick? They're eating garbage and they're stressed out, just like it, why everybody else is sick. And people die. No one's going to live to 100, but they're dying early at 72 or 73 because the government poisons us and stresses us out, stresses us out. And we're not even really seeing it because we do it to our, to our kids. They're making us do it to their kids. Like, here's your Lunchable. Here's your processed poisoned meat. Here's a separation anxiety. Go to school to learn nothing of value, knowing that you're going to be a debt slave for the rest of your life. Well, like, what kind of stress is that? Of course it's stressful. So why do the kids get sick? You already know why they get sick. It's not a virus. It's the fact that you don't know how your body works and you haven't been to a medical library. And since the 1918 experiment where they couldn't make other people sick by injecting snot, blood, and saliva into healthy subjects, they haven't tried it since. It's a myth. They tried it. It's a myth. So the fact that you believe there's viruses, why would you believe there's viruses? You believe there's viruses because, because of movies like Legend with Will Smith and Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman, Angels and Demons with uh, Tom Hanks, World War Z with Brad Pitt, Hobbs and Shaw had a movie about a killer virus. That was Jason Statham in The Rock. Uh, one of the Mission Impossibles, I think it was Mission Impossible 2, talked about a virus. Now, who do you think's making all these viruses mo movies? <laughs> who do you think makes these virus movies to get into your subconscious mind to make you think that viruses are real when they're not? Well, it's the same people that are pulling off this COVID pandemic. They couldn't get to this position in time unless they didn't have this 10 or 20 year buildup where they indoctrinated you to believe viruses were real in the first place. They're not. 
if you're sick, it's something you did. And, it, and if it's something you did, it means you could get healthy at any time. And here's something else on the list. What countries are the safest to escape to? Well, best place to go is anywhere outside big cities. If you have access to clean water or fish or wild game, that's better. Firewood, wood so, uh, a wood stove, solar power, solar panels, some place where you can grow your own food. And if, you're, if you have the chance to travel now and you're single, I would definitely get out of North America. I would definitely get out of the, uh, the big city centers in Europe. Get out of the big city centers and potentially go to some place where the police are underpaid and they're sparse and they can easily be paid off because they don't get enough uh, salary. I was thinking in Greece, I mean, I think the police in Greece have to work 40 years for their pension. I think they only get like 900 euros a month once they're on their pension. There's not a lot of police officers there, but it, it doesn't really matter if you're in the big city center. Like if you're in an apartment building or you're in a concentrated, pop, uh, a concentrated area with population, you can have only 10 cops control maybe 100,000 people and they're going to position themselves at, you know, at the end of the blocks. But if you're on like a big island like Crete and there's not a lot of police there and they're underpaid, you're going to be a lot safer. I heard there's some safety in Portugal. You just got to get out and away from the big city centers and the government staffers because they are programmed to execute their orders and they're going to be given the most vicious orders very, very soon. So the farther you are away from all of that, even in Canada, a lot of people are traveling out to BC right now, getting some remote log cabins and just shutting themselves off from the rest of the world, going to preserve their food, going to get like six to eight months of food supply, and they're basically just not coming out. Um, what social media channels should you count on to get your accurate reporting? I only listen to Jeff Berwick and Max Eigen, and I'm going to put links up to where you can find their uh, social media channels because they're getting trimmed at a, you know off Facebook. They're getting trimmed off YouTube. So I only li listen to Jeff Berwick and Max Eigen. The financial social media channels, I've already mentioned them. Jeff Berwick again. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki and Mike Maloney. If you're looking for something in the future and you need maybe a, a, a certificate of vaccination to get by a roadblock or you even need a weapon to protect yourself and your family and you know the, the weapons you're looking for are illegal in your country, well, the real market is the black market. And I'm going to put up a um, tutorial about how to use the dark web so that you understand that you can get anything you want on the dark web. And when you go on there, there's certain ways you have to pay and certain way the transactions have to go down. So make sure you just don't sit there and think you're hopeless, that you can't defend your family. And, it, you know, if you need a weapon, you know, to fire over the head of the mob to mark your house as not the house to loot or try to burn down, well, that's your job as a man. You have to be able to defend your house from attack and whether it's going to be a mob-based attack being sort of endorsed by the media or it's just going to be a government staffer given an, an immoral order, um, you know, you're going to be have to protect yourself and it's your right to protect yourself. You don't, just because someone's in a magic government suit doesn't mean they have the right to take you and your family out of your house, force a COVID test on them, 
put you in the back of a railway car and go euthanize you like they did 60 years ago. You just fight to the death where you are. Because this is what it's most likely going to come down to in certain certain situations. The people who rule over us are very intent. They want to uh, depopulate. And I'll even put up an Italian doctor who has started to warn about this depopulation agenda. You might have to be on Facebook if you want to link it. But um, you have to know this depopulation agenda is a very old and... It's just another way they keep power. They don't want us having the numbers. They want to trim our numbers, and whoever's left around, they want us weaker, out of shape, and morally and ethically corrupt, and, you know, just basically order followers. We don't have any sort of independent thought. We're, we're totally dependent on the system. That's what the government system's all about, because dependency is the greatest form of control. And watch when your kids go back to school, uh, you know, this COVID testing, which is completely and utterly fake with the RT-PCR test. Again, Carrie Mullis, the inventor of this process, has testified that you should not be using this to diagnose any disease. And the, the kids will get sick at the school because of the junk food that the parents pack for them and the stress the kids are under, especially with the masks and trying to weigh six, uh, stay away six foot distance. It's going to be more stress for the kids. Soon as a kid has a sniffle, they're going to run in that RT-PCR test. The kid, someone's going to fail because that's the way this this process goes. You're, some people are going to fail it because it's it, it's accuracy is there's no accuracy. It's a hundred percent inaccurate, hundred percent inaccurate. And there'll be doctors in the show notes that explain how inaccurate it is. And then if someone's sick in the school, that gives them the 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 reason and the validation to start separating you from your children, which is another one of their end goals. It's another one of their historical end goals. So as soon as you're if your if your kids in school, you get a call someone's sick, you rush in right away. You get in that school as fast as you can. You get your kid out under any means necessary. Because as soon as someone's sick, they're going to be talking 14-day quarantine away from you. Or, you know, your kid comes home and you have to quarantine. It's, they just want to make your life absolutely miserable based on this control of virus that doesn't exist. And this fictitious PCR, RT-PCR test that has no way of confirming nor denying any sort of infection whatsoever. Um, pedophilia has a lot to do i'm just going down the list here i know these aren't uh, related but pedophilia has to do a lot with this current situation simply because the group we're dealing with um, believe in a certain type of energy magic that has to i'm just going to say it and i know this is going to offend some people it's going to shock some people they believe the penis is sort of like the electrical cord of your vacuum. That if you stick it in something, it extracts the energy uh, of the thing that it was stuck into. So they've studied energy. They studied energy magic. They know like even like our heart, like the heart of every human emits an electrical invisible energy force six feet in diameter. So now you know why they keep us six feet apart. So they're, they're very focused on energy. 
And what they believe is that if they're they're pain, these are there's a lot of pedophiles in this inner group. They believe if they stick their penis in a young woman or a young man, that they extract their energy from them. And you can kind of see that the brokenness of this pedophilia, how it how it sets in a brokenness and depression and darkness into a child that had to deal with. Uh, an adult forcing themselves on the child sexually. So I said it, this is part of their ancient religion. I won't get into their other facets of their religion, which includes child sacrifice. They believe drinking the blood also transfers the energy. So although they might look like vampires, and I'll make sure to put up um, a very extensive article on pedophilia in the high ranks of government and corporations and religion and just so that you know yes there's a sexual deviancy to their pedophilia but it's based on this ancient energy cult or ancient energy signs where they think their their penis is more like an electrical uh, like a lightning rod and it conducts electricity into the person who's doing the penetration and the reason they're doing the COVID is they really want to keep this tradition alive, this religious uh, tradition alive in their dark bull cult. It's more of a bull cult, and we can't really get into what that really means. But they're trying, their pedophilia-based fetishes are exploding all over the world. If, I mean, if you haven't seen a major um, authority figure in government accused of pedophilia in the past 10 years, you've probably been only watching CNN. And this is the basis of it. So they're trying to regain control so that they can keep moving forward with their with their pedophilia, with their child sacrifice, and many other the religious undertones and foundations that go along with this very, very ancient ruling group. And if you want to read how old this group is, you can read a book called, uh, by Whitney Prattney called uh, The Devil Takes the Youngest, and you can start understanding that the people ruling you, they're not only pedophiles, uh, most of them, especially in the high ranking, let me just write this down. The bet the devil takes the youngest. I got to make sure I don't forget anything for you. They're not only pedophiles. They they belong to this very very old cult, very very old religion, very immoral, very dark, very sinister. They they ancient they they worship Baphomet. They uh, worship Satan. They worship the devil. You, you just have to, you know, start investigating uh, to know that this is what COVID is being used for. Partially, they want everybody back into their systems. The medical system's there to poison you because you're just easier to rule if you're poisoned. The education system is there to make you dependent because when you're dependent, you're a lot more, you know, you're easier to rule and manipulate and steal from. And with this government system, it just gives them a lot greater access to the kids. I, mean, I remember when I went to a Catholic school in St. John's, Newfoundland called St. Bonaventure. And basically the only, the, there was the, the, the brothers, the priests were getting sexually molested. Uh, sorry, not the priests. The priests were doing the sexual sexual molestation and pedophilia on a lot of the children. 
but they would, the priests and the fathers or the brothers, whatever they were called, this kind of ancient cult that we think is so altruistic, they were raping the boys and they would pick um, the Catholic boys because the parents were so brainwashed that when, you know, when the child went home and said, you know, Father, Brother Duff uh, put his penis in my bum, they, the, the parent would actually beat the child for lying. It, it's a very old cult. They know who to pick on. They have access to the children. And uh, the parental brainwashing that this isn't true uh, really goes far with protect, protecting the pedophile. So it's time we started listening to our kids and make sure we understand who's around our children at the same, at, at any time. So... We've already talked about the RT-PCR test. I'm not going to get too much into, I'm just going to put up some uh, videos about how fake it is. It's not there to test for COVID. It's not validated to test for COVID. But there's something worse than that. Like Max Eigen uh, released a video and he used some footage by a lady in Canada called Amanda Vollmer. Now Amanda Vollmer they're going to explain how the RT-PCR test works in the video that I put up. It's a conversation between medical doctor, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, and David Icke. And even though the validity of the PCR test has been undermined for the last 30 years, the information on this new video is in addition to that. So what we see in the new video is that there's one company... So there's, there's several companies that make their own version of the PCR test. And their own version is it replicates certain genetic sequences and, you know, makes it more frequent or greater in number inside the sample. And there's something called a primer. There's a primer that goes along with the RT-PCR test. And that primer has a very particular sequence and that primer goes into your, you know, the, the sample and it replicates a very particular sequence that's already predetermined. So the primer is a predetermined genetic sequence that it's testing for. So again, it's not testing for the full genetic sequence of um, what they say is a virus. What they say is a virus has a genetic sequence that's 30,000 base pairs long. Now the primer narrows down a very a, a very short uh, segment of of say RNA or DNA. That's only say 24 to 30 base pairs long. And it's a very particular sequence, like it has almost like a combination. And then it amplifies it so that it's easier to see. And if that sequence is found in your test, they say that you have COVID. So again, it's a predetermined sequence and it goes into your blood looking for similar sequences. So whatever sample was taken, whether it's blood or saliva, the primer goes in and basically says to the sample, is there any matches to this predetermined sequence that I'm coming in with? And what they're not telling the public is that this predetermined sequence, which means if you have it, you fail the COVID test. It means you have COVID. 
one of the companies who makes the primer, so they have their own specific test, if you take this test, the primer that you're using, which means what they're trying to find in your blood is the same genetic sequence as what they call chromosome 8. Basically, what I'm saying is there's 10 tests out there. And one specifically tests and will say that you have COVID if you have just regular human DNA. So you will fail if you're human. And it's only like one out of 10 companies that have this particular sequence, which means if you want a 100% failure rate, you go to that particular company, you order that particular company's RT-PCR test, and every single person that takes that test will fail for COVID because what it's what it's testing for is genetic material that is in every human on the planet. Can you believe that? And they have proof of that. They're going to show you in this video. And you can see how this weapon, this is a weapon like in a long are like a, a long locker room of weapons that our human farmers are going to use against us. When they want to ramp up the fear, when they want to ramp up the case-demic, where they're like, everybody's failing. No one's sick, by the way. No one who's failing these tests are sick. So this means they're fooling around with your language and your definitions, which your you know, which they're famous for throughout history. That girl's a witch. Well, what's a witch? It doesn't matter. She's a witch. Well, this guy's COVID positive. Well, what does that really mean? Well, he's COVID positive. He's sick. No, but he seems really healthy. No, he's sick. Take him to the COVID camp. This is where this is going. So in the fall, and this is this will be rolled out in Victoria and Australia and anywhere where they want to start tyrannically ruling, they're going to call this one pharmaceutical company, which has done this on purpose, and they told this pharmaceutical company to do it on purpose, and say, you make sure this test tests for human DNA, so that when we roll your test, we get a 100% failure rate, and 100% positives for the COVID. So what kind of COVID test do you think is going to roll out in North America come September, October, November? When they want to raise the roof and tell everybody the sky's falling, that they tested 1,000 people in Toronto, or they tested 3,000 in New York and 100% failed, they got the COVID, they're going to use that particular pharmaceutical company's test, and it's an ambush, folks. They're lying to you. It's pure liaria. It's the bull cult. And that's why the word bullshit even exists is because when someone would enter a village thousands of years ago, if they were lying, someone would say they're from the bull cult. This is complete bullshit. And this is how this ruling group works. What are, what's the government planning for their own government workforces? Well, Guess who's going to be the first one pressured to get the vaccine? It's going to be an infertility vaccine, or it's going to be basically loaded with poison following through on how the government maintains power over everybody. They basically maintain their power by destroying yours. And 
there, there's so many angles I could go into about the, the government is just going to prey on their own workforce here and and make them the sickest to start make them the vaccine guinea pigs in a lot of a lot of situation and it's important for them for them everybody working for the government to resist um if you want to make sure that and with this fake sort of scandemic case demic that's going to sweep over north america where they're going to try and lock everything down again i suggest we don't listen whatsoever we keep our businesses completely open the whole time regardless of what the government says if you want to start producing money online i am going to make sure to put a article which tells you the best five or six online opportunities that you have right now for trying to turn over some some money as the government tries to purposely you know de- demolish the economy based on the control of virus please expect your stock portfolio to be cut in half by the start of 2021 the stock market i believe will recover and will scurry to try and rearrange itself to try and make sure that there's profits for the people that keep investing. So you can either pull it out when you start seeing some trouble, pull it out early. Look for some of the big investors to start selling off their stocks. Like in March, um, oh, it was in February, Jeff Bezos from Amazon sold about $3 billion of his own Amazon stock. Watch for things like that. The people at the top, they're all connected. When you see some of the bigger players start selling off their stock portfolios or cashing in, that's where you might want to uh, like sell out at the peak and then maybe transfer your money over where um, Jeff Brewerick or Robert Kiyosaki or Mike Maloney might highlight as the best sort of locations for your money at that time. Um, I, I think basically just watch too as well for um, there's something called a bail-in. I would keep your bank accounts. Um, if you don't know what a bail-in is, look up bail-in in Cyprus. What happened in Cyprus is where they closed the banks. There was a banking crisis. They closed the banks. And while the banks were closed they took the people's balances with half a million or more they took half of that uh, savings so if you would have a half a million euros or more in your savings account you lost half of it and if it was below half a million i think you lost 15 percent of it now the government would love to do that because it's not really the government it's just like a crime syndicate so of course they would love to steal your money and how you go about doing that i make sure a lot of my money is over in cryptocurrencies and gold and silver places where the government can't thieve it and they're going to try and make cash illegal after a while so that they have greater access to your money so that bail-ins are more effective for them so they can steal your money at a greater rate you're going to have to navigate your that yourself by maybe listening to the financial experts you want some money in the bank so that you can pay for your general goods but always watch for that bail-in and if you ever see the banks closing which is another thing they want to do in australia there's lots of banks closing they're closing a lot of the atm machines because they want to put a barrier between you and your money 
And even if they might even restrict how much money you can take out of the bank, I know in Greece, in about five years ago, there was another banking crisis. And my friend had about $100,000 in the bank. He wanted to take the money out and keep it sort of under his bed because he didn't trust the banks. By the time he got to the bank, the door was locked. He couldn't get in. And the government said no one can take their money out unless it's 150 euros per day. So my friend's like, my money's gone. He could never have access to his money to put into gold and silver, never have his access, access to his money to put into cryptocurrency. His, his money was held hostage by the government. Again, the government's a crime syndicate. You always have to th understand who you're dealing with. They're not trying to make your life better. They're trying to make your life worse. So think, uh, if you want to know your government's next move, just know how would I make the public's uh, lives worse and then you can start predicting their next move don't get confused thinking that you'll the average person gets up in the morning and says oh the government made a mistake i got screwed what they said makes everybody life everybody's life worse no it, it doesn't work like that it works in the opposite of what you think they are in the business of destroying your power and transferring it to them. They're energy magicians, just like the pedophiles believe their penis transfers the electricity from the victim into themselves. The whole government system is about basically the government putting their penis in you and sucking your energy to the top of the corrupt ruling period, uh, period pyramid you know, regardless of what modality they do that taxation, or they give you fluoride poison, this this energy cult knows that energy is neither created nor destroyed. So if I poison you with mercury teeth fillings, poison you with Teflon pans, poison you with the birth control pill, poison you with aspirin, poison you with Tylenol, poison you with fluoride in your toothpaste, poison you like really bad with vaccines and your energy is extinguished, your energy leaves you, they actually believe it comes to them and that they can capture it for them. And it sort of works like that because if you're so powerless and diseased and weak that you can't defend yourself, it automatically makes me, the attacker, more powerful. So it's not hard to formulate or hypothesize about how any of this energy magic works. If I smash you in the face and you can't smash me back because I'm a government staffer, well, I just stole your energy, didn't I? Because you're going to put your head down. You're going to feel weaker if I can attack you, but you can't attack me. It's all energy magic. So why don't we leave it there, folks? We We've, we've talked a lot today. I wanted to make sure all this stuff was, was out there. And uh, I was going to talk about the ruling forces want to phase out the professional sports. We, they want to get rid of the sports because they want to make sure there's no one with money to sidestep their tyranny. So the reason they want to get rid of sports is because it's created too much inequality in between them and the average person, which means the rich basketball players, the rich baseball players, the rich hockey players, the rich football players, they're sort of hard to boss around because not only are they big, they're, they're financially able to sidestep government tyranny. And we saw a big step in getting rid of 
professional sports today completely orchestrated by the people who run the society. The sports stars don't know what they're really getting into. Today was the day there was a protest. There was another shooting. And uh, that was, yes, I think it was two days ago there was a shooting. It was a, a terrible event. Um, a black man was shot in the back. Supposedly he was going for a gun or a knife. And of course, it doesn't matter, right? The story just doesn't matter what happened 10 or 15 minutes before the man was shot. No, no, no one should be shooting each other in our society regardless. But because of that incident, we have uh, the, ba- uh, the basketball players, the baseball players, and the female basketball players last night leave their games and say they're not playing and of course the social engineers are like jackpot stay home all year (laughs) stay home the whole time and then the the system will just not come back online because they do not want rich powerful men with the potential to steer millions of fans they do not want those rich powerful men giving positive role modeling and um resistance role modeling out to the public so we can see this death of professional sports really starting to take hold and i saw that today when they walked off all the all the nba basketball players and they're in their playoffs they said we're not playing tonight and you can just see someone throwing in the towel the the tv stations the owners are saying okay that's it let's just shut it down it'll never come back online folks they'll never have professional sports again because that's exactly what they want they don't want tribalism they don't want tribalism anymore because it creates conflict they want the one world government with the one world gender one world religion everybody has the same gruel no one eats meat everybody eats bill gates's uh uh, fake meat that he's invested in and and that's what they want they want this this dumbed down docile altruistic lazy sedated tranquilized unmotivated population and and removing sports and and the ferocious tribal attitude between factions in the different professional leagues it, that's where these these ruling groups want to go they don't want anybody aggressive and sports makes people aggressive. It's been shown that when people watch sports, their testosterone goes up. It makes people aggressive. They don't want that. They don't want testosterone. They want estrogen. So I can see the sports very soon just getting the complete cancel with the promise that they'll come back online next year and it will not come back online. All right, folks, I think uh, you're going to have some, I hope something I said tonight stuck with you. I hope it wasn't uh, too long for you. I hope you benefited a little bit with some of this updated information. The most dramatic part for me was finding one of the companies that makes the RT-PCR test testing for your own DNA. And then if you basically they're testing, if you're human, of course, you're going to get a fail, which means you have COVID and they're going to lock you down and start everything, keep their tyrannical ball rolling. My suggestion is everybody resists. Do not listen to them. Do not wear your mask. There is no virus. People need to stop following like their children. The adults need to research. Stop just repeating what the TV says, even with masks. 
they're only proven to cause harm. There's no virus to protect from. They make you sick. And of course, folks, they, of course, the government wants you to wear a mask because it makes you sick. Same reason for the fluoride, same reason for the vaccine, same reason for the cancer causing cell phone in your pocket, same reason as the Teflon pan, same reason as the microwave oven, same as the statins, same as the leaded gas, same as, you know, folks, it's all they do. Like, are you really surprised that your government's making you wear a mask that makes you sick? When there's no virus, really, you're not you're 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 surprised at that. You, you're you're surprised that you know you're if you had an old mother, or your father or mother's in an old folks home, you're not allowed to go visit during COVID. You know because it makes you more depressed. It makes you down. It makes you dark. It makes you miserable. It makes you cry harder for the death of your parents when you're not there to hold their hand as they transfer into the next life. Everything your government does, folks, is not based on any science whatsoever. I'll even put up a, a lawyer in Canada, a constitutional lawyer in Canada. His name's Rocco Galetti, and he has sued the federal government in Canada. He sued all the provinces straight across the country, and he sued the municipality of Toronto. And the basis of the the lawsuit, which is $450,000 to fund, and it was funded in two seconds because everybody's sick of this shit. And the basis of the lawsuit is there's no validation but behind mask wearing, so no science whatsoever behind mask wearing, no science behind viruses, no science behind six-foot distancing, no science behind the RT-PCR test, and no science between, uh, behind closing the businesses. There's no validated science that says that anything the government has implemented does anything to accomplish the goals they're stating as their directives. Absolutely zero. And this is what we have to know. There's a good protest coming up, too, in Ottawa on Parliament Hill on August 29th from 12 to 3. I hope to see you there. I will be at the hug, uh, Hugs Over Masks tent from about 3 at 2.40 to 3 o'clock. So I hope to see you there. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.